Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. Your hosts, Tom and Julie, talk about gardening, homesteading, and connecting with the land at their 10-acre farm in Wisconsin's Driftless area. It's time to learn, do, grow, and be a little better every day on the Small Scale Life Podcast. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. I'm your host, Tom. Welcome to the landing here at Driftless Oaks Farm. This is my podcast studio, and uh, I'm saying that because I've got a video recording going as I am doing the audio portion of this podcast as well. So if you have never been to the U- the Small Scale Life YouTube channel, maybe you should go over there and see it. You'll see my lovely shining face because I'm actually recording me. Oh my gosh, this is such a uh, this is such a freaky thing. But uh, I'm here. Hey, I'm here. <laughs> and it is 2023. Oh my God, where did the time go? In fact, we're in almost to middle part of January 2023. I'm behind the curve already, but uh, that's okay. We're going to get there this year. Uh, one way or another, we're getting there. Um, welcome to Small Scale Life. We're all about uh, wellness and gardening and homesteading and some having some adventures along the way. Our motto is learn, do, grow, be a little better every day. And we're looking to do that a lot in 2023. I think we went through... We went through hell in 2022. We had our big FU 2022 fires here at Driftless Oaks Farm. We had the biggest burns, uh, burn piles we've ever had. And uh, we kind of went through this cleansing process after we came back from Austin, Texas, right around New Year's. And that was really good. 2022, if you're new here to Small Scale Life, 2022 was tough. Um, We lost our oldest son in, in September, on September 11th, as a matter of fact. That just put us in a tailspin since that time, just trying to get through. Uh, But we're here, and we had a great Christmas down in Texas. We got to see our new uh, nephew, Declan, and uh, spent a lot of time with family down there, and it was really really good I think for all of us uh, that little baby was was like the best therapy money could buy so 2022 is gone and done we're over it I mean <laughs> there were so many things that made that such uh, such a tough year I mean the ending was horrible and we had some real struggles early in the year too Um you know, we got Greta the puppy. That didn't quite work out right. Uh, my youngest son, Ryan, was in the hospital. We almost lost him. So, And then we were here at the farm trying to manage this property and uh, deal with, I'm looking out at the flower gardens, but deal with flower gardens that were overrun, neglected, and really needed a lot of work. Running a farm, um, running a little flower farm, or running a farm was uh, was a lot more work than we expected. Um we had plans to open a flower farm here. I was going to change all of the branding at Small Scale Life to the Flower Garden and Farm Show and really run with the Driftless Oaks Farm concept and have a U-Pick flower company. Um, we decided early on that that just wasn't the path. <laughs> we were ready to go probably about mm, May time frame, uh, maybe even April time frame to really get going. We had planted a lot of seeds and we just decided, you know, that's not the path. So, yeah, all of that stuff happened in 2022. Then, of course, uh, put in a lot of blood, sweat, and tears here at the farm. And then the the whole, uh, you know, Danny's passing. Things just, things couldn't have gone 
things just went, you know, the things just went and there's nothing you can really say about it. We learned a lot of lessons. We learned a lot about ourselves. We learned about how we respond in the really tough times. Uh, Family and friends pulled together. It was really an amazing thing to see. And it reminded us all that there are some really great people in this world. um, And they really just are generous and kind and nice. And if you're a good person and you're doing the right things, those people are going to respond to you. So Uh, We do appreciate it. Everyone who um, contacted us, connected with us, sent cards, uh, you know, Christmas cards, the funeral, everything. We really do appreciate it. Uh, For the first time, we actually sent out Christmas cards um, this year, which was great. Uh, And I read our letter on the last Small Scale Life podcast. It was just, I just felt like that was perfect. And Julie did such a perfect job with that. So check out episode two. 210. This is a 211th show. Um, so check that out. You can hear the the message that we sent out to the world. Uh, Julie did a wonderful job. So I don't know. Did I even introduce myself? My name is Tom. I'm the host of the Small Scale Life podcast. If you interact with somebody from Small Scale Life, you're interacting with moi, with me. Um, I am... <laughs> I am. What am I? I am a 50-year-old dad, husband friend, adventurer, wanderer, gardener. I happen to we happen to have bought this little farm in western Wisconsin. We called it Driftless Oaks Farm. Uh, we are entering our second year at the farm. We moved out from the the urban area of the Twin Cities, uh, Minneapolis and St. Paul. We moved out here um, in uh, in 2021 full-time in September 2021. We've been learning a lot. We've been learning a lot about country life, rural life. We've been learning about old farmhouses. We've learned a lot about um, ourselves and what we want out of life, what we want our small-scale lives, our small-scale life to look like. Um, We've connected with nature. We've got beautiful 200-year-old oak trees here. We have eagles that fly over. We just saw an eagle fly over just a little bit ago. We have lots of feathered friends, a few furry friends. Like, yeah, you live in the country, you're going to get some of those. Um, we have Sasha, the feral cat that comes around. She hasn't been around with the winter. We have Philip, the male pheasant that uh, Amy Dingman, shout out to Amy Dingman, she named him. Um, we got lots of we got lots of feathered friends because we like to feed the birds. We're crazy. We've turned into crazy bird people. How did that even happen? I don't even know. But here we are. Here we are at Driftless Oaks Farm in January, um, and uh, we've got a lot that uh, we got a lot we got a lot coming. Now, more, one more thing about me you should know: I just turned fifty. <laughs> I'm not a young pup anymore, guys. I am fifty. And I, to be in full transparency, in full disclosure, I was a little pissed about 50. I was a little pissed about it. I did not want to turn 50. 40, I was a good party. We had a great time. Jules threw a great surprise party. And we had a, well, it wasn't so much a surprise, but it was a really good time. And and things, so many things have changed in this past decade from where we were when I turned 40 to where we are when I turned 50. <clears throat> That 10-year stretch was was some of the best times and some of the worst times. And, and that's just a matter of fact. Um, you know, when you turn 
when you hit that major milestone like this, half a century, right? Um, maybe it's the time of year. I mean, a January birthday, it's all part of that dark time of year. Uh, you know, we just had winter solstice in December, went through Christmas, um, thinking a lot about people who have gone before us, crossed the bridge before us and are in the other realm. You know, Danny's passing, uh, parents, grandparents, all the traditions, all the things. You start, your brain starts going, right? Uh, the darkness, the short days, it allows time to study and reflect. Turning 50, I was uh, going to Austin. Uh, it was a time of introspection. You know, and even the past couple weeks, even early this week, there was just a lot of deep, deep work, a lot of deep thinking and uh, thinking about where we've been, where we're going or where we are, where we're going. So it's that time of year where you where your brain just tends to start to churn on that kind of stuff. I think, you know, with the holidays, things slow down. You're not running around as fast. I mean, sure, we're all getting ready for Christmas celebrations or holiday celebrations and the new year and my birthday. But uh, it allows you to slow down and think, really think about what's happening and what's how you want the rest of it to play out. And really, you know, that's something that I really wanted to talk about as we kick off 2023 here is introspection and really taking the time to set yourself up for success and maybe pivot, maybe change. You know, we're not the only thing constant in this world is change, right? Death, taxes, change. Those things are constant, right? And it's time to really think about those things. And I've been thinking about them a lot. And here's here's 10 questions that I've asked myself as we're starting to sit down. And one bonus. So 10 questions and one bonus as I begin thinking about things and do my own work and my own introspection work. So the first thing, where have we been? Where have you been? What has your life looked like to this point? You know, living in the urban area, made decisions, maybe you decided to move out. Maybe you're still there. Maybe you've changed houses, changed jobs, changed your friend groups, changed a whole bunch of things about yourself. Maybe you lost weight, maybe you gained weight, maybe you got injured, maybe you're living life as you should, maybe you're not. But think about where have you been? Think about those things. You know, what what were good about those times? What were bad about those times? Where have you been? And then think about number two, where are you right now? We're here at the farm. We're out in the western Wisconsin. Our nearest town is about four miles that way, to my right, to the east. And uh, we're new here. I mean, we're newbies. Well, this is our second. We're entering our second year. We don't know a lot of people out here, and that's that's a little sad. It's a little hard to get your arms around, right? I mean, when you go from a network in the Twin Cities where you knew people were about 20, maybe 30 minutes away, but you knew them and we knew them since, in some cases, since kindergarten, right? And and now we're here and it's like, ooh, there's a house up the hill over there. I don't know who lives there, you know, and that's on us to get out and meet those people. So where are you right now? You know, where are you in the world? Where are you in your life? Where are you living? Are you happy with those things? You know, where are you right now? And then number three, how is it going? Are things going well? Things not going so well? Would you like to change things? You know, think about that. How is it going? And be real. Don't sugarcoat it. 
you know, I mean, how's it going? How's it going at the farm? Well, let me tell you, we've got probably about an inch or more of ice everywhere and it's slippery as hell. <laughs> I mean, how's it going? Well, it's going okay. You know, we haven't had the spring thaw yet and my uh, basement's dry at the moment. That's good. That's good. You know, so how's it going? I'm, you know, got through COVID. I'm doing all right. So, you know, that's how it's going. So think about that. Number four, this is a big one, and this is one that Amy Dingman on The Farmer's Kind of Life, she just had a nice podcast, a really good podcast about it. She wasn't setting up a motivational word or a power word or resolution or anything, but she's going to ask the question, what's working and what isn't? What's working? What's working for you? I like the piece of the country that is working with me. I like the feathered friends out there. They are working with me. I like Sasha, our little feral cat friend who hasn't been around because it's bloody cold out there. I like her. That's working for me. I like being close, like 10 minutes from a trout stream, and I can get in there and go after trout. Love that. I love seeing the eagles. I love seeing the, the countryside. I like, I like it. What's working? That is working for me. What isn't working for me? Well, I've got one bathroom, and I can't really expand this house. That's not working for me. Um... We don't really have a backup plan. If our heater, if our electric goes out, we don't have a really good backup plan for a heater. Um, up till about a couple weeks ago, we didn't have a backup plan if our truck broke down for plowing out the driveway. We've got a backup plan now that makes it better. So that's working, but it wasn't working before. And especially because the four-wheel drive wasn't working too good. That wasn't working. So, you know, all of these things, you can start to make a list and kind of separate, you know, what's working, what isn't, and when, you know, what are you going to do to change that? Number five. I mean, I suppose that could be number five is what are you going to do to change that stuff, right? But number five on my list is what did we learn with successes and failures over the past year or in the past you know, we can talk about successes and we usually put a rosy, rose colored glasses on them and talk about how great it was. And we put the flag of victory on, put the laurels of victory on, marched around. Yes, I did this. Awesome. But how about the failures? I've learned in my life that I learn a hell of a lot more with the failures than I do with the successes. Successes are great. Successes are awesome because we look good, right? And we've done good things. We've conquered but failures um, teach you a lot. They humble you. Uh, it's a blow to your ego. You know, what did you learn? What would you do different? Failure is a good teacher. The school of hired knocks, you've heard of that? Failure, right? You've been knocked around. You've had failures. What is my, what is one of my failures this year was just being so busy, so stretched thin that I didn't podcast as much. I didn't make as much video contents. I haven't done my newsletter. Failure, failure, failure. Um, we didn't, uh, I don't know, I didn't have a good garden this year. That was a failure. That's one of my main, that's a main source of joy in my life. Mentally, physically, just brings me joy. And my garden was kind of sucky. I mean, I had good potatoes and I had great peppers, really good peppers. But my tomatoes, that's my pride and joy. They sucked. Flat out terrible tomatoes. And whose fault is that? That'd be me because I was so busy. I had so many things going on. So that's on me. And that's why I need to have wicking beds. <laughs> and we'll go into that later this year. We're going to really dial in on the wicking bed thing this year. So successes and failures. Think about them. Think about what worked and what didn't. Right? 
Now we get into the other stuff, right? The goals. What's your goals? Where, where do you want to go, right? Where do you want to go and how are you going to get there? So what are your goals? Where do you want to do? I want to lose 120 pounds. That's a big, 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 big goal. But I'll start with five. I'll start with one. Let's start there, right? What are your goals? What do you want to achieve this year? Write them down, you know, and you got to be smart. And you have to have a timeline and you have to have all the activities that'll get you there. Don't make it too complicated, folks. Just a couple goals. I mean, I'd love to have a podcast per week. I mean, that'd be 52 podcasts. Y'all going to be able to keep up with that? Hope so. (laughs) Plus videos. I mean, there's going to be a lot going on. So I hope you all can keep up with that. And if we don't hit 52, if we hit like 40, I mean, that'll be back up to about where we were in 2019, the high point of small scale life. And then life got really crazy. Life has been crazy for the past three years. So 2019 was a good year. The rest has just been a blizzard. So, um, so yes, what are your goals? And I've got some things I'll talk about at the end of this, uh, at the end of these questions and kind of outline where, where I'm going for the year. Um, number seven, how do we make those goals happen? So you have your goal. And then you start to build under there. What are the tasks that are going to get you there? Losing 120 pounds. That means you got to get more movement. You got to eat better. You got to drink more water. You got to get, I don't know, maybe you're going to have to see the doctor. Maybe you're going to have to get on a program like Weight Watchers. Maybe you're going to use the Small Scale Life 24-hour plan more. Maybe you're going to just work with your partner and not have, you know, and have healthy meals. Maybe you're not going to have a beer when you go out to dinner. Maybe you're going to have something healthy instead when you go out to dinner, right? No bread, no carbs, you know, all that kind of stuff. So how are you going to make that happen? List that stuff out too. And then number eight, what are we not going to be doing anymore? So in life, my friend Mariah, the intuitive energy healer, she says, in life, you've got those things that are your your hell yeahs, you know, this is a hell yeah thing. Hell yeah, we're doing that. Hell yeah, this brings me a lot of joy. And then in life, you have the, we'll just say hell no. I mean, put an F word in there. That's what she says. But, you know, we want to, we don't want to strike, right? So she's a, she says, what are your hell no's, right? Well, uh, hell no, I'm not doing that. I'm Hell no, I'm never moving back to the Twin Cities. Never. Won't. Do it. Ever. You know, what else is a hell no? Hell no, I'm not going to grow Brussels sprouts. I don't know, something like that, you know? I mean, hell no, I'm not going to buy a house without a full basement underneath there. You know, just that kind of stuff, right? What are your hell no's? Hell no, I don't like gardening, right? Or hell no, I'm not going to have any animals or chickens or cows or any of that stuff. You know, think of that kind of stuff. What are your hell yes? What are your hell no's? What is your, What are the things you're not going to be doing anymore? Okay, we'll go back to the weight thing. I want to lose all this weight. Not going to be drinking beer. No, nope, not going to be having chips. Not going to be having ice cream. You know, these things start to stack up and you can see those. What are your hell no's? Um, number nine. What can you do to change your current trajectory? And it kind of works both ways with number eight. What are we not doing anymore? Or, you know, maybe things are going okay, but they could be going a lot better, right? Maybe it's... Uh, Shorter podcasts, just bang them out, you know, don't go into these, you know, we're already almost at 20 minutes. Maybe it doesn't have to be that long. Then maybe that changes the current trajectory. Maybe the way things are formatted changes your direct tra- trajectory. 
maybe from going from traditional garden in the soil and I got to hook up the hose and I got to, you know, spread miracle grow all over this stuff and I got to pull all the weeds. Maybe if you convert it to wicking beds, all that goes away. You fill up the tank once per week, once, maybe every couple weeks. You set your soil up, you make some compost, and you you're get some uh, worm castings from the store, and then, you know, things are starting to move, right? And you don't have to, you know, pull all the weeds because these things are manufactured and there's no weeds in there. Think about it, right? Oh, I don't want to have a five-acre garden. Cool. Do very productive wicking beds and self-watering planters. And you don't have to fill up your whole yard with that stuff. You can have it in an area and have it contained and grow what you like, right? So what can you do to change your trajectory? You know, um, force multiple, they talk about force multipliers in the military, you know, things that stack and suddenly you're, 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 uh, getting momentum and your, uh, multiple things are all working towards the same goal. Think about those things. You know, we talked a lot here when we moved out here. I told Jules, we want to have systems thinking. We want systems so it's easy to maintain. <laughs> Old infrastructure, uh, not so possible, right? Not without major, major, major projects, major renovations, major fixes, and major investment in money. <clears throat> Is it worth it? What's the return, right? So think about that. Can you change your current tra trajectory and go from this to this? You know, get those fuller multipliers and get moving. Um, number 10, what's on your to-do list? So with the goals, you're starting to build those activities. Suddenly you're getting to-dos. Um, you know, you can start to get a plan. You can start to exact and, and get those things going and start to accomplish those goals. Get a to-do list. And that's kind of the same with our goals and how do we make those happen. Number seven and number 10 are very similar. So get those things down. Get your to-do list down. Maybe there's a bunch of home improvement projects you need to do. Maybe you're thinking about selling your house. You need to do X, Y, and Z. You need to get pre-approved for another stuff. I mean, you can certainly build this big to-do list. Jules is huge. We are big on to-do lists because I like to see the end. <laughs> I like to know where our end is. And I kind of work towards that, you know, and it keeps us organized. Okay, we're working on this. We're working on that. We're working down the list. So, yes, that is something that you should have is a big to-do list. And here's your bonus thing. What resources do you need? What are you going to need to get all that stuff done? Sometimes you might need a new tool. You need a new chop saw. You need a new log splitter. You need, or maybe it's used stuff, or maybe you can borrow stuff. Where are you going to get this stuff? How can you make it all work? What resources do you need? If you want to lose weight, well, you're probably going to need a gym membership. Maybe you want to track your food with MyFitnessPal or Weight Watchers or just on a Small Scale Life 24-hour plan. Uh, maybe you need some new tennis shoes. Maybe you need some new workout clothes. You know, maybe you need to go see the doctor. I mean, all these things, a new water bottle, because you're going to be drinking a lot of water. You know, all of these things kind of stack too. So what resources do you need? List those out and start getting them. You know, don't just make the list and let it sit. Get going. Okay. So those are the 10 things. And then the bonus. Hopefully that's helping you. I mean, this is intuitive stuff. We all know this stuff, right? 
sometimes you need somebody with a dark hat and a beard uh, to kick your ass and get moving. And I'm talking to myself too, because I hadn't been to the gym in years and I went this week. Holy crap, am I sore. <laughs> it's just life. But I'm starting, right? And so that's going to dovetail right into some changes that I'm going to be making in 2023. Um, really, it's going to be 2023, focus on me, because I got to work on myself, you know, and I'm going to like it or not, I'm going to drag you all along. <laughs> so, so one of the big thing is improve physical health. You know, I think that's really important. Um, you know, with Danny's passing, there wasn't a whole lot of stuff happening. And, uh, you know, so we have the pandemic, we have Danny's passing and some other things. And just, I sit a lot for my job, whether I'm driving someplace or, um, working in the office, I sit a lot. And I saw Amy Damien at Frommish Kind of Life just talking about this as well. You know, as a writer, you sit a lot. And as working in admin stuff, you're sitting a lot. And, you know, you need to get the movement. You need to fix up, you know, get better nutrition. You need to be consistent with those things. If you're not, it's not going to work. I mean, I am the poster child of that. Hello. Um, you know, one other thing is it doesn't have to be long doesn't have to be three hours in the gym. You know, my son Danny, he was an ultra marathoner. He would spend hours running. 100 miles, he's running it. We've got the time for that, right? I got other things I got to do. So it's just consistency, right? It can be short and consistent. And that's going to apply to podcasting too, right? And we'll get to there. Um, continue to improve mental health. You know, get outside more. Breathe fresh air. Be outside, you know. It's, it brings me joy, so I'm outside quite a bit, and I'm going to continue to be. Uh, one way that I get outside is working on my garden projects. I need to actually have a garden this year. None of this uh, in-transit, maybe kind of, sort of, eh, just kind of wing it thing, it's going to get planted. The garden is going in a spot, and it is going to be there, and that's where I'm going to be. Okay, so garden projects is going to be a focus at small scale life in 2023. And and it's going to be small. I'm going to tell you that right now. We're going to have a small garden to start, see where the river takes us. But I'm really going to be working on rain gutter grow systems this year, wicking beds, um, real simple stuff. So probably just like a salsa garden and really get it dialed in. Okay, so uh, that's what I'm doing this year. I'm going to be talking about it a lot. So I hope you like garden stuff because that helps me mentally and spiritually as well. Okay. And then another thing that I've learned about myself is I love to explore. I am like, I like to go and see things. So um, that helps my mental health. And, you know, if it's hiking, then it's going to improve physical health. So you can see there's function stacking here, you know, physical health and, and you know, getting outside and working in the garden. It also helps my mental health right? It helps my spiritual health as well to be outside, connecting with the land, connecting with the birds, connecting with all that stuff. Being in a cubicle, oh my, that's really hard. And I like the, the podcast studio here, but getting outside is where it's at. Uh, and then the third is improve connections. Connect, build the tribe, right? Build the tribe at home and also in the small scale life community. Uh, family and friends, we love to have gatherings. We love to have people here uh, at the farm. We love to have people over at our place. Uh, that is very important to us, near and dear to us. And that's something we're going to continue to do and, and 
build on in 2023. We really want to build, uh, have a group here in the local area and uh, get connected in. And whether that's joining the B Club, which I want to do, Trout Unlimited, which I'd love to do. Um, Jules got yoga things that she's up to and, and groups there. And, you know, so we need support groups. We need connection. So we're going to be focusing on that this year. Um, and then four, like I said before, shorter and more consistent. It's really consistent it's consistency in showing up. I am going to be honest. When life gets super busy, when life gets super hard, it's really tough to come in and do a podcast about something. I mean, I've sat, I've sat at this desk more times than I can count in the last quarter and so in a couple weeks and just stood and looked at this computer screen and just like, what the hell am I going to talk about? I can't do it, you know, and we've got 200 and 200. Well, this will be 211 shows. I could make clips and do other things, but man, the creativity wasn't flowing. My muse was saying not today. So, um, I'm looking forward to 2023 and just being consistent, showing up, doing it, getting stuff out there, building this tribe and community. I mean, I might never turn a dollar with small scale life, never, might never monetize this thing. But, you know, what I've learned over the past few months is that people are listening and watching. Some people have turned some of the stuff that I've shared over the years and, and made money off of it. And maybe it's not my job to make money. Maybe I'm here just to inspire you to try. Maybe. I don't know. But um, some people have actually tried doing things because I talked about them or I showed it on a video, you know, or maybe I, we interviewed somebody and they started something, right? Gave them that little boost, gave them that, that chance to try. Or maybe somebody expanded their business a little bit because they were on the show. I don't know. Um, but I have talked to a couple people who have tried some of this stuff and have had success and have done it better than me. And I think that is fan-freaking-tastic. Do it. Learn, do, grow, be a little better every day. That is the motto. Time-tested, time-proved, do it, right? I sound like Shia LaBeouf. Do it! <laughs> oh, man, that really capped out. But anyway, yes, um, we're going to be more consistent. We're going to be showing up. And I got to show up for me first, right? I got to get to the gym. I got to get the movement in. I got to get the exercise in. I got to do the things. I got to be there for me. But then I'm also going to be there for this community and building the podcast and building the YouTube and bringing great guests in and having conversations, um, testing out new equipment. Like right now, I'm using this new little light thing and tripod thing with the video with my cell phone. And I've got my good old great Blue Yeti mic, which I love. And, uh, you know, going to start to do this stuff. Momentum. Build that momentum. Short and sweet. Uh, look at 30 minutes here, 31 minutes. Um, and then consistent, consistently showing up for family and friends, too. Being present, being there, doing it. Time is short. Time is short. We never know when our time is up. So we need to be consistent and show up for our family and friends. Yeah? We just never know. So those are important things. Build real connection. That is really important. So, yeah, that's kind of where we're at. Um, I hope you can use those 
10 questions with the one bonus. Uh, I hope that maybe some of this that I've talked about is, is going to help you. Um, I've got an interview with Adam Rapier from Desert High Desert Hives. Uh, he's a homesteader beekeeper out in, uh, out in Colorado. They just bought their homestead and uh, they're doing the thing. <laughs> and uh, they've got chickens, so they know what they've got over there. Million dollar birds, right? So yeah, there's uh, some good people that we're gonna have. We're gonna have Mariah, the intuitive energy healer. Uh, gosh, we're gonna get Michael Bell back on here. He is great. He's Dallas Half Acre Farm down in Dallas. Plant Daddy. Plant Daddy was just on. Um, it was just in a magazine and an uh, e magazine, and like Apple News picked it up, and suddenly it kind of went viral. So he's in like multiple countries are getting stories about the plant daddy. <laughs> I think it's great. It's so cool. I'll have a link in the show notes for that. Uh, Mariah, she's been on some podcasts, uh, doing a really good job building her business. And it's fun to watch, fun to participate in. Uh, my friend, Amy Dingman, she's got her snail mail newsletter. She is doing awesome too. Uh, really has some great stuff to say. Oh, gosh. And I can't leave out Greg Burns, Greg and Susan Burns over at Nature's Image Farm. They have launched their, they've consolidated everything they were doing under Nature's Image Farm. They've got a podcast, the two of them. They just came back from a massive um, uh, bee conference down in, in uh Tennessee or Kentucky, I can't remember which, Hive Alive or Hive Life uh, conference, and they they are just rocking. Uh, it is so fun to see some of your friends just take off like a rocket ship, you know? Another person I'm going to have on this year, Adam Rick. He's my buddy, a brother from another mother from uh, central Wisconsin, from around Milwaukee area, and uh, we're going to be talking about worm poop and meat and other things he's got going on. So really good guy, really like talking with him, and we truly, I was just with him, and it was, we had so much fun connecting and having dinner and talking, and gosh, we could have went all night. And if you know Adam, he can go all night. So um, it was a lot of fun, and uh, we just had a really good time. So it's really fun to do this. I think that's another thing why this podcast, for me, isn't going away. I have met so many cool people. And I said this at the funeral, right? I walked through, and there's some arrangements from people. And, and somebody, who are these people? These are my people. These are my podcast people. People that listen, that I met or listened to the podcast or I know through the podcast. These are my people. And that is special to me. And it's really important. And, uh, and that's why I'm going to keep going. Got to keep going. It's time for the light to shine, right? So that's about it. I hope you all are doing well. Welcome to 2023. I'm going to have Mariah, the intuitive energy healer on to talk about power words. I've already got mine selected. Um, I also will probably do a wrap on what I thought about my 2022 power words, which when I picked it, I thought I was being cheeky and had a whole bunch of ideas. And then uh, Universe laughed and gave me, put me in a different direction. But the two power words that I had were perfect for last year, really, if you think about it. So, yes. So, this is Tom from the Small Scale Life Podcast. Remember to learn, do, grow, be a little better every day. And we'll catch you real soon, everybody. Take care. In closing, from the north to the south, 
from the east to the west and everywhere in between. May the gods, spirits, and folk be blessed at this place. May we heal the land and protect the soil, animals, and plants. May we live in strength and love, leading the way as we learn, do, grow, and be a little better every day. This is Tom from the Small Scale Life Podcast. We'll be back with another show. In the meantime, stay safe and take care, everybody. This has been a production of Small Scale Life Media.